everybody. Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. Talking news out of uh, China and U.S. So Joe Biden and Xi Jinping discussed need to avoid U.S. conflict. U.S.-China conflict it was the first call since uh, the first call between the two of them since February. U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping spoke about 90 minutes on the phone in their first talks in seven months on Thursday, discussing the need to avoid letting competition between the two largest economies veer into conflict. Good. Very good point. Competition, good. Con- like actual war conflict, bad. After what was only the second call between the leaders since Mr. Biden took office, the U.S. side said the proof would be in the pudding as to whether the stalemate can be broken with relations between the superpowers languishing at their lowest point in decades. The White House said Mr. Biden and Xi, Mr. Xi, had a broad strategic discussion including areas where interests and values converge and diverge. The conversation focused on economic issues, climate change, and COVID-19. President Biden underscored the United States' enduring interest in peace, stability, and prosperity in the Indo-Pacific and the world, and the two leaders discussed the responsibility of both nations to ensure competition does not veer into conflict. Occasional high-level meetings since Mr. Xi and Mr. Biden's first call in February have yielded scant progress on a slew of issues from human rights, transparency, to the origins of COVID-19. During the ensuing months, the two... See, these are these right here, while important, they are... They're talking points on, like, the real issue, and that's trade. So during the ensuing months, the two sides have lashed out at each other almost constantly after uh, often resorting to vitriolic public attacks, slapping sanctions on each other, and officials criticizing the other for not upholding international obligations. Chinese state media said Mr. Xi had told Mr. Biden that the U.S. policy on China imposes serious difficulties on relations, but added that both sides agreed to maintain frequent contact and asked to working level teams to increase communications. China and the United States show strategic courage and insight and political boldness and push Sino-U.S. relations back to the right track of uh, the stable development as soon as possible. The Biden administration, preoccupied by the chaotic U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, has signaled that ending America's longest war will give the U.S. political and military leaders space to focus on more pressing threats stemming from China's rapid rise. I mean, that's a little little past past due there. I mean, it's not like a rise. They, They are there. They're not going anywhere. Um, this is from AstraZeneca. They're saying a booster shot may not be necessary. Booster shots to extend the protection of COVID-19 vaccines may not, may be unnecessary for people. A leading scientist behind the AstraZeneca vaccine said on Friday, Oxford University professor Sarah Gilbert told the Telegraph newspaper that the immunity from the vaccine was holding up well, even against the Delta variant, while the elderly and those who are immune to Immune, uh, immunocompromised may need the booster shot. Okay. On Afghanistan, Taliban response to Afghan protests increasingly violent, violent the UN says. The UN Rights Office on Friday said that Taliban response to peaceful marches in Afghanistan had been increasingly violent. Protests and demonstrations often led by women pose a challenge to the new Islamist Taliban government as it seeks to consolidate power after seizing the capital of Kabul. We've seen a reaction for the Taliban, which has unfortunately been severe. However, she said that some are, some or all may resolve efforts to disperse protests with firing. She added that United Nations also received reports of house house searches for those who participated in the protests. Journalists covering the protests have also been intimidated. 
In one case, one journal also reported to have been told as he was being kicked in the head, you're lucky you're not being beheaded. Really, there has been a lot of intimidation of journalists simply trying to do their job. Okay, Judge Blocks, Florida's anti-riot law, says it violates First Amendment. A federal judge on Thursday temporarily blocked Florida's new anti-riot law championed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, saying it violates First Amendment rights. U.S. District Judge, District judge Mark Walker on Thursday said the rule to uh, the rule the entire statute likely violated the United States Constitution, but found that the state's legislator new definition of the word riot was too vague and confusing to satisfy free speech rights guaranteed under the First Amendment. If this court does not enjoin the statute's enforcement, the lawless actions of a few rogue individuals could effectively criminalize the protest of the protected speech of hundreds, if not thousands, including law-abiding Floridians. So something like that, you could have a implanted a, like law, like a, a like an officer there who wants to break up a protest, go over there, break a couple windows, and then they call it a riot. That's exactly what happened in Oakland and a bunch of other places. That's how they break. That's how they break up riots, like law enforcement. So they uh, cause a lot of them are the are they start. I'm not saying every one of them, but they start the riot within the protest. Check out the check out the Oakland deal. So uh, maybe actually I'll check it out and share it with you guys. The Obama appointed judge wrote in a 90 page ruling that included three page history of civil rights movement in Florida dating back to 1956. The so-called anti-right measure known as HB1 was signed into law by DeSantis on April 19th, where the Republican governor said at that time the strongest anti-rioting pro-law enforcement piece of legislation in the country. The law increases criminal penalties for assault, defacing monuments, and vandalizing public property during riots. All probably good things to do, right? To uh, increase the penalties on that one. Local governments that interfere with law enforcement trying to contain violent demonstrations will be penalized. The bill changed the definition of what a riot is in Florida State. Under the law, the riot is defined as a violent public disturbance involving three or more people acting with a common intent that causes damage to public property or injuries and can cause imminent injury or damage. Okay. Scottish independence votes would be on a nice edge poll, so. So the Scotland is split down the middle on the question of seeking independence from the UK as First Minister Nicola Sturgeon attempts to reinvigorate her drive for another referendum after the pandemic. A poll for the Scotsman newspaper published on Friday puts opponents of the breakaway ahead 52 to 48 after excluding respondents who didn't know how they would vote yet. That came a day after the survey for Sky News put supporters of independence in front by 51 to 49. So it's right on the edge. Curious. I'm going to split from the UK or not. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason Eclair. Take care. I appreciate all of you. And you'll hear from me soon. Bye.